It's time for Real Talk with Brian and Dan, the weekly talk radio show dedicated to discussing important real estate topics, plus insight into the local community. With a combined experience of over 50 years as local real estate brokers from the Eastside Real Estate Team at Keller Williams Realty Bellevue. Here's your hosts, Brian Levitt and Dan Edwards. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 KKNW, the first show of 2020. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Brian. It is Wednesday, January 8th, and we are glad that you are joining us this afternoon. In addition to listening on the radio, we are also live um, on YouTube, streaming live at 1150 KKNW. If you Google that, you'll find us. And also, if you want to listen to past episodes, you can Find them anywhere podcasts are syndicated, also uh, known as Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, and others. And lastly, but not least, is you can find videos of each broadcast on our website at the eastsiderealestateteam.com or our YouTube channel at the Eastside Real Estate Team. And we have another great show starting off 2020 with fantastic guests. We have Melissa Reeves of Story Fruition. And back with us again is Rob Young of Oasis Senior Advisors. But as usual, before we get to those guests, it's time for some Real Talk. Today's Real Talk segment, we're going to talk about the 2020 real estate projections that may surprise you and the expert insights of 2020 in the housing market. This will be an interesting year for residential real estate with a presidential re-election, ta- or ele- re-election. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> Freudian slip maybe, I don't know, um, election taking place this fall and talk of a possible recession, the R word, occurring before the end of the year. Predicting what will happen in the 2020 U.S. housing market can be a challenge. You see, nobody's got a crystal ball. No. But there are clues. Yep. So as a result, taking a look at the combined projections from the most trusted entities in the industry when it comes to mortgage rates, home sales, and home prices, um, those insights are incredibly valuable, and they may surprise you. Yeah, so we're going to have our mortgage moment a little later, but mortgage projections for the National Association of Realtors Mortgage Bankers Association, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, all of these mortgage uh, groups, they're going to forecast rates uh, that they're going to remain stable through 2020. Now, rates have remained under 5% for the last decade. So the 20s actually recorded on average below 5. And uh, here are some of the other past uh, decades. So the 70s, um, I was a wee lad in the 70s. So it was uh, 8.86. And the 80s, Ooh, Brian remembers these. Oh, yeah. Gosh, 12.70%. Ooh, man. These are, these are averages, right? Yes, average yeah. for the decade. Because it was 13.5 when I started. It went up to 13. How high? It went higher than yeah, that. Yeah, it did. Right? But when and I started my real estate career, 13.5%. And we still sold homes. Still sold believe homes. Believe it or not. All right, believe it or not. 1990s was 8.12. And the 2000s, so 2000 to 2010, was 6.29. So essentially, the, 20, the 2010s. That de- the last decade we just yeah, came teens, out yeah. saw uh, the lowest yeah. uh, interest rates. We're lower now and projected and, yeah. to stay there. Yep. So home prices. Here are mm-hmm. the projections of home appreciation from six different expert entities that look closely at home values. CoreLogic, 5.4%. Fannie Mae, 4.1%. Z Report, 39 National Association of Realtors, 36 Freddie Mac, 32 Mortgage Bankers Association, 3.1. Each group has home values continuing to improve through 2020, with four of them seeing price appreciation increase at a greater pace than it did in 2019. 
which was 3.5%. Wow. I so, think we'll be in that 3.5 looking at this. Yeah, and these yeah. are nationwide numbers, so yeah. you know, some places faster than others, but that's a conservative approach. Yeah. And I like yeah. to I like to I prefer to to tell clients that they can expect 3.5% over the next year. Sure. So what were you going to yeah, say? Yeah, I was going to say that's one of the greatest um, aspects of home ownership is that appreciation isn't on your investment. It's on the entire value of the asset. Right. So you your put your down payment down. Yep. You don't get 3.5% of your down. You get 3.5% of the entire, the entire value asset. of the asset. So leverage, that's huge. Baby. It's leverage. leverage. Yep. So is recession possible? In early 2019, a large percentage of economists began predicting recession may occur in 2020. In addition, a recent survey of potential home purchases showed that over 50% agreed it would occur this year. The economy, however, remains strong in the fourth quarter and has caused many to rethink that possibility. So Goldman Sachs, in their 2020 outlook, said markets sounded the recession alarm this year. That's uh, this year. Uh, faster uh, Forecaster now sees a 33% chance of recession over the next year. In contrast, uh, the recession model actually suggests only a 20% probability. So despite uh, the record age of our expansion um, and the late uh, cycle problems, inflationary, overheating, financial imbalances, stuff I don't know much about. Um, but they're just saying it doesn't look as threatening as, right. it, as they had forecasted for 2019. What experts are saying is we'll likely see in 2020, or what we'll likely see in 2020, Danielle Hale, chief economist at Realtor.com, says, quote, I think the biggest surprise from the forecast is how long the market is staying in this low inventory environment, mm. especially as millennials are in a major home buying phase. Sellers will contend with flattening price growth and slowing activity with existing home sales down 1.8%. Nationwide, you can look to flat home prices with an increase of less than 1%. So it contradicts a little bit some of the other stuff. And my gut and experience is that with our inventory so very low, supply and demand will push prices up. Yeah, it's important for the listener to understand that these uh, these pundits, these economists are, are nationwide economists. When we discussed with Pat Stone, we talked about the microcosm of the Northwest. It's a little different. So um, Mike Frentanoni, chief economist of the Mortgage Bankers Association, says interest rates will, on average, remain lower. These lower rates will, in turn, support both purchase and refinance volume in 2020. Skylar Olson, director of economic research at Zillow, says if the current trend holds, then slower means healthier and smaller means affordable. Yeah, they expect a slower market than we've become accustomed to in the fa- last few years. Consumers will continue to absorb available inventory, and the market will remain competitive in much of the country. And we know, because we talked about these numbers uh, at the end of December, that our inventory is down. So it, I, I don't think slower is what we're looking for in, right. in the Northwest. Right. Well, slower is relative, because here, you know, I've had listings where I've had 20-plus offers the first weekend. You know, so slower means one or two. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, still going to be yeah. selling. Still yep. selling, right. Bottom line, mortgage rates are projected to remain under 4%, causing sales to increase in 2020. With growing demand and a limited supply of inventory, prices will continue to appreciate. While the threat of an impending recession seems to be softening, it looks like 2020 may be a solid year for the real estate market. Yeah, I, I agree. I think my, my main takeaway uh, for this is buyers need to make sure they're really fully qualified and right. it's a step back from the last two years. The last two years, it was like, oh, we can take our time. Nope. Uh, nope. I think you should be serious. All right. Well, that concludes our Real Talk for today. If you're interested in this and other topics we've covered in our Real Talk segment, 
please check out our blog site at the eastsiderealestateteam.com slash blog. And if you'd like to talk to us directly, you can give us a call at 425-200-4093. Thanks for listening. Up next, we'll be speaking with our lender for our Mortgage Moment segment. Mortgage Moment segment. Say that again three times fast. Stay tuned. After the commercial break, you'll hear more about the market from Michael Burdick, an experienced loan consultant with Loan Depot. Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar. If you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425 200 4093 or check out our website at the eastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Do you ever get asked, so how did you get into your line of work? Probably a million times, right? But do you answer it so that people are really listening or do you meander around and lose their attention? Or do you get overwhelmed by any type of public speaking and avoid it at all costs? At Story Fruition, we teach business professionals, executives, entrepreneurs, and founders how to tell their stories really well. Story Fruition workshops and one-on-one coaching services guides you to discover those key moments when you realize, hey, I'm good at this. I need to keep going in this direction. Story Fruition teaches you how to craft your business story so that listeners are leaning into your words because you're so captivating. Storytelling skills will transform your life both professionally and personally. It's a new year and decade. Invest in yourself. Tell your stories and make them more compelling and sign up for a Story Fruition storytelling workshop. Gain more customers, strengthen relationships, and magnetize the success you seek with improved communication and public speaking finesse. Contact Melissa Reeves at Story Fruition at 425-448-2772 or find us on Facebook at Story Fruition. Are you worried about an aging loved one who is isolated in their home? Or maybe they've just had a fall and they're not safe in their house. If you're searching for a safe place for them to live, you've probably been overwhelmed with all the choices. There are over 150 assisted living and memory care communities licensed in King County and over a thousand adult family homes. Oasis Senior Advisors has helped thousands of families across the country navigate this difficult time. And we have the compassion and understanding in getting to know your loved one what they need. To learn more, check us out at oasisseniouradvisors.com. That's all one word, oasisseniouradvisors.com. Or call us at 425-526-7111. That's 425-526-7111. Oasis Senior Advisors, because the right place means everything. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to this show. You're listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. It's now time for our Mortgage Moment segment. During this segment, we will talk about USDA home loans. Did you know that not only can you get 
Prime Steak certified, but they also <laughs> do. Right. Do we get a stamp? <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. We're talking with Michael Burdick, our experienced loan consultant with Loan Depot. Welcome back to the show, Michael. Hi, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So, Michael, what are the benefits of a USDA home loan? So, these are a great program. Um, it, it's going to be, you know, targeted for more first-time home buyers, and the biggest benefit is that it is a zero-down loan. So um, you don't need to be a first-time home buyer, uh, but you know it, it's going to be for somebody that's purchasing a home in a rural area that you know is not a very expensive home, but but uh, a good you can go pretty high on them actually. What um, what is considered rural? So it it can actually surprise you. Um, I mean. If you're talking about King County, where you know we do a lot of our loans, it's east of Issaquah, so North Bend, and then up north, it's going to be east of Highway Nine. Um, so you know sometimes it's five, ten minutes outside of the the you know more developed areas. Um, so yeah, but it, it doesn't have to be super far out. So um, what about south exactly. south of downtown Issaquah, like that um, uh, Tiger Mountain area? Hobart. Yeah, if you get. Further out there, I mean, once you get into kind of Renton, that gets a little more developed, so they're going to push you out towards, you know, Enumclaw, Buckley, and then down south areas of Puyallup, things like that. But, um, yeah, when you think of the program, you think of, like, farmland and, and somebody buying a farm, but really it's not. It, it can be a, a completely normal single-family home or a condo or a townhome hmm. that's just on the outskirts of town. So what are the potential hurdles to somebody uh, getting this zero-down USDA loan? So just like with a lot of zero-down loans, um, you know, they, they kind of tighten the criteria on qualifying. And, you know, one thing that they, they don't want to do is, is just hand these loans out to anyone. So they, they do cap the income at 127000 per household. So maybe somebody on their own that's making one hundred twenty grand, a really good living, they can qualify. But if if there's two two wage earners in the home, then they're going to you know want them to be making a little bit less towards the median income for for the the county that they're purchasing in. Um, so essentially, the, it, the, income, so there's a there's a price constriction there because essentially, if your income is 120,000, you could do the math. I don't. I'm not going to calculate it, but there's a certain debt to income ratio or you know or um, um, uh, mortgage ratio that they can have so the price point on that that top end they, they're not going to really be able to get a home at say eight hundred thousand right exactly so, and it doesn't go up to jumbo so it's going to stay conforming and you know that particular cap price point is going to differ on every applicant because they look at debt to income ratio so Somebody that doesn't have any debt and they're right at the top of that income limit, they can probably go up to five hundred thousand. But other people are, are going to get scaled back depending on what other obligations they have when I run their credit report. All um, right, awesome. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for that information. If you are looking for more information and how to qualify for a USDA loan, Michael, how do they get a hold of you? You can Google Michael Burdick Loan Depot. I'm out of Bellevue, Washington. I've been there for ten years, so would love to hear from you. And uh, thanks, guys, for the time. All right. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. So next up, after the break, we will have Melissa Reeves of Story Fruition. Melissa will be talking to us of storytelling, why it matters, and how it can change your life. We'll be right back.
Did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? Fact, homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time homebuyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425-200-4093 or find them online at the Eastside Real Estate Team.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Have you ever had the feeling that home repairs are taking over your life? With our busy schedules, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. There are many things that can go wrong with the home and often. They seem to happen at once. When home ownership starts to feel unmanageable, that's the time to reach out for help. It's definitely not the time to ignore issues or perform a half-hearted fix. That only results in larger repair costs down the road. Take action to protect your home by contacting Done to Spec. They work closely with homeowners to explore issues, identify solutions, and correct problems before they snowball into something bigger. You can find them online at donetospec.com and they're available by phone at 425-996-9559. That's 425-996-9559. Done to spec. Prompt, reliable, professional. Admit it, there's a home remodeling project that you've been itching to have completed, but you've got no idea how to start. Maybe it's a new kitchen, bathroom, room addition, or a basement remodel. Nathan with Terra Builders helps people just like you navigate the entire home remodeling process, including the planning, design, and permit application. Nathan has been remodeling homes since 2008. To schedule an in-home consultation, call or text Nathan at 206-499-3890 or email Nathan at terrabuildersinc.com. That's 206-499-3890 or email Nathan at T-E-R-R-A Builders with an S, I-N-C dot com. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 KKNW. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. Our first guest today is Melissa Reeves of Story Fruition. Melissa is the founder of Story Fruition and is a public speaking and storytelling coach for executives, founders, entrepreneurs, and business owners. She conducts storytelling. Oh, wow, that's me. That's what, I don't know what's going on. Hey. I don't know what's going on. Sorry, Melissa. Sorry. <laughs> I turned my phone over. She conducts storytelling for business professional workshops and provides one-on-one executive coaching to help leaders shine when they're public speaking by helping them craft their personal stories for professional cases. Use cases. Her career spans 20 years of sales, marketing, and technology. While also being a perfect professional actor since childhood, she found frequently sharing her she's found frequently sharing her own personal stories at the Moth Story Slams, Fresh Ground Stories, Ignite Seattle, and heard on NPR KK KNKX on in January 2018th. Is she, you're going to be there. Is that right? I'll be heard. You'll yes. be heard on it. Okay. <laughs> Melissa is also regularly seen on the improv stage at Unexpected Productions. Mm-hmm. She's a proud mother of two daughters. One is 16 and a musical theater kid. <laughs> and her 21-year-old is about to graduate from college majoring in animation. Mm-hmm. 
That's a proud mom. She's also a mom to two silver tabbies. To, 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 <laughs> to- Toro? Totoro. Totoro. Totoro and Thor. I'm, I need to know the story behind Totoro. So it, what's it's the a Japanese st- animation oh. film, and it's oh, funny. Miyazaki. He's an amazing animator, and he, he writes animation like their movies. And yeah, Totoro's this big gray monster that has – he's kind of a big monster that's fat with spots on his stomach, and that's exactly yeah. what my silver your cat looks like. like. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so we see a lot about your hobbies and interests, but can mm-hmm. you go in-depth? What are they – Exactly. Oh, well, it's funny because when someone says, oh, you know, you do improv, is that a nice hobby? It kind of like I have a little bit of a reaction because I've always been an actor deep, deep down. And my father never understood that. So he would he'd say, that's a nice hobby. And I'm like, I'm going to make money doing Doing this. I'm going to make money doing this. And I was a musical theater major. That's how I got into Michigan. And uh, I've always taken it seriously into heart. So I do improv on a regular basis. I absolutely love working in unexpected productions. I hmm. mean, it's keeps you on your toes. We'll probably talk about improv a little more later, I'm sure. But it's like love what you do and never work a day in your life, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So your yeah. dad was right in a way. It's a hobby, but you turned it into your career. Well, that's if he were still walking this earth, hmm. he would probably say to me, now your acting makes sense in the work that <laughs> oh. you're doing. Because I always had a real job to him. You know, I went yeah. and did sales and marketing. I did ad tech and I really enjoyed it, and it was, you know, what I did at the time. But we were always trying to figure out this actor in me and how it how it would be applied to my real day to day work. Hmm. And now it finally makes sense. Hmm. Melissa, we like to ask each of our guests to share a fond memory of the home you grew up in. Tell us a story. Yes. Well, it's that's a great question because the thing is, is I grew up in a lot of different houses. Yeah. Right. So my father moved around a lot. Um, in fact, I started the first house I can really remember was in Rockford, Illinois. And then we moved, and we moved to Massachusetts, and then we moved back to Illinois, and then we went to Michigan and all this. But what I can say is my favorite memory would always be somewhere in one of the kitchens. Mm Because my mother was this Oklahoma woman, and she just loved to cook. (laughs) And, you know, everything would gather around that kitchen. Even if we didn't have a meal together, it was just that's where you go. And to this day, it's been very influential for me because I love to cook. I love to have my kids with me. I cook with my boyfriend. Like, it's just like, to me the center of any home the heart right yeah absolutely it sounds cliche but it's true right (laughs) right so as we transition to your company story fruition Mm -hmm. um, why is it important that professionals have good storytelling skills because it makes you more captivating Hmm. you're communicating to another human being or to a group of human beings and and we're not really taught how to tell a good story we can read stories, but actually doing it in the verbal way. Is it's a lost art. Mechanics, a bit, right? yeah. It is, but it, the great news is it is coachable. Hmm. It's something that people can learn. You can start to learn some basics and just become a little more vivid in your descriptions of people, where you are, how old are you, wh- what are you doing. There's things that you can learn how to do so that when you're telling a story, people can see it. I, hmm. it's, it's a mind movie that you're creating when you're telling a story. And... I just think that when you become that, you actually start differentiating yourselves. People are leaning into you a little bit more because, and they don't even know why. It's not mm-hmm. like they're consciously saying, what a great storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> they're just leaning in because you are connecting to them and sharing. So I met Brian about 14 years ago, and uh, over the last 14 years, as I've grown in my skills in business, the one thing I notice is, generally speaking, when we're talking about a problem that needs to be solved, mm-hmm. Brian's telling a story. 
mm-hmm. right, of an event, of something that happened and how he solved the problem. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that was very captivating, you know, learning from him that generally speaking, if somebody asks me a question, um, usually there's a story in a, yeah. in a way to answer it. It relates, engages, and builds trust. Mm. And that's, that's why I go there, as I was mentioning before the show, anecdotal selling, where I'll share experiences. And that's one of the biggest things I bring to the table is 38 years selling houses. And right. so if it's happened in a real estate transaction, Seen I've been lot. there and done that. <laughs> and yeah. so sharing the experience of others to help people relate to their needs to get their best outcome. And so that's how I use it in my job. And I'm sure you know, I'm intrigued. I sure I'd love to uh, consult with you about improving those skills. But um, I applaud you, though, that yeah. you do it. Because what I find a lot of times is that people don't really put value in their own experiences. <clears throat> they think <clears throat> and in sales, for instance, you know, we were always told to do the case study. You know, tell a testimonial of a customer, and you've got to learn how to do that. But mm-hmm. when you're really with the customer and you've sold the product and you've seen them respond to it mm-hmm. and it's positive, that's probably even better Very powerful. story that you can tell. Yeah. So that's the why the name is Story Fruition. Like, what is it that brought you to who you are today on your own career path? Mm. Like, why are you a realtor? How did you get there? Right. How old were you when you realized, I'm pretty good at this? I haven't realized that yet. No. <laughs> You're pretty good, Dan. <laughs> yeah. But we all have our paths, and they're they're chalked with stories. Yeah. So how uh, how do you pick which stories to tell? Another great question. And sometimes the story picks you. Sometimes mm. it bubbles up, and you just have to tell it. And you don't expect it. And I really love those stories because they're kind of brewing inside me. And next thing you know, I'm. I, I was once I was doing some creative writing, and I was wondering why am I writing about cicadas? (laughs) But I've been trained to not question it, just allow it to come out. Uh And it turns out being this major metaphor in my life at the time that the story was told. And it's one of my favorite stories that I've ever written or or shared out in a storytelling realm. But the stories kind of sometimes will pick you. But I think the very best stories are the ones where you have this aha moment. You learned something. And it could be, and in business, there's tons of prompts that we can have. So when was a moment that you were the hero? You saved the day. Hmm. And what happened? Where were you? And what did you learn? Hmm. And how did you transform from that moment? Those are the best stories. And those go a little bit beyond an anecdote. Anecdotes right. are great, too, because they help color, peop- color people's minds with like yeah. the, what you're trying to get across. But a real story is where you start off in one place and mm. then you end in a different place. Because, and it could be a series of events. Mm-hmm. Some, stories, some stories take years to actually live through. That's true. Yep. Very true. Right? And you're not ready to tell them yet. Hmm. So, hmm. so um, what, if, what if somebody's nervous about public speaking? At any level. Who isn't? Oh, well, good answer. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, seriously. I mean, people would rather fall off a building being chased by a spider than to public speak because death and bugs, fears of spiders and heights are more uh, more scary than actually, um, pu- or public speaking is more scary than those things. Yeah. Hmm. Um, the fear of public speaking. Fear of public like speaking. Ni- number one or two. Oh, it's huge. It's yeah. absolutely huge. And, and I think it's because our mind gets in the way. Mm-hmm. We start getting off of our, our story and our thoughts and our, our value of what we're sharing. And we just are thinking about, oh, my God, does my hair look okay? What are, they, are they judging me? Or, oh, my God, are they going to ask me to do that? Mm-hmm. I hope they don't do that. And then, then you're out of the moment. Yeah. You're out of the moment. And that's really where I think paralyzes people. However, I have found that when someone's in a p- really more formal public speaking situation, yeah. like it could be like just a big sales meeting 
yeah. or their their company's got them out on the circuit and they've got to talk now. That is scary, mm-hmm. right? Mm. It's vulnerable. If you open with a personal story, though, it's a little more relaxing because you know everyone loves to tell a story that they've lived mm. through, especially. So yeah. that's where I kind of try to encourage, even like when I'm working with investors or when I'm working with the entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. open with a story. You know, it's interesting. Mm. This is story. an unintended consequence of the, the what we do with our, our segments is asking you a personal story. Mm-hmm. And right. I didn't even think about that's why we were doing it. Mm-hmm. So you were channeling yourself. So that's kind yeah. of great. Is, well, yeah, we open with it. And I, I've thought about it. Like I've <clears throat> spoke, you know, in front of 15 people. I've spoken in th- front of 25 people. We do this radio program, right? So that was a whole new level of speaking. Different level. That's and right. I remember one time getting up to, to ask a question in front of like 5,000 people. And I turned, I looked at the people, and I was like, whoa, oh, right? So uh, it's, no matter you, what, it's like every level, right? Yeah. So it's getting comfortable with being uncomfortable is, so your answer is spot on. It's everybody who isn't nervous. Right. Hmm. So why should entrepreneurs and founders in particular develop their storytelling skills? Because it makes, I think, the founder more likable and, and, and approachable. Um, I sit through a lot of entrepreneurial pitches where they're going in there and they're doing their investor pitches and many will just go right to the data mm-hmm. you know hello right. my name is that's their so and so their mind works yeah mm-hmm. this is who i am or this is my name this is my title this is how much money i want from you and here's my chart yeah. <laughs> and they dive in and they have all the data and it's important data however there's so many opportunities that are missed because if the audience especially in angels investors angel mm-hmm. investors you know we aren't scientists, and we sit in there, and sometimes they'll talk as if we're a room full of scientists, and we're not, but we can understand a patient's plight, mm-hmm. right? And we're pretty sure that that founder probably has lived through a personal story with a patient, right. and that's mm-hmm. why they get up every day. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why they're there. That's their story fruition. And so by mm-hmm. opening and sharing that, literally the audience is already going to go, oh, I already know what... I know them more and I like them more because they're investing in the company. And they're also investing in the CEO. Right. Do they like them? Do they believe in the team? So I think it's really important. So being able to spin, uh, you know, in sales, we, we kind of, you know, spin it a little bit, but, but also present the why behind it. Mm-hmm. Right. Present not just the why, why, but the passion, mm-hmm. the, 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 the heart that, that solves the problem. And we talk about stories of the home you grew up in, the kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's our why. Mm-hmm. is those are the things that we put together. We have a ton of questions, but we don't have a lot of time. So sure. I'm going to ask you one more. Okay. Um, how can you strengthen your own story ske- storytelling skills regularly? How can someone? Anytime someone asks you a mundane question during the day, give it a shot. Just Just go out there and do it. I had a client once, and she's like, I just don't think I'm that interesting. And I'm like, you know what? You actually are, and she is. She has mm-hmm. amazing stories. She's had tribulations that she has overcome she is an amazing human being and you know someone would ask her what are you having for breakfast she'd be like yogurt (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like no no try again and then i'm like where'd you get that yogurt where'd you where'd you get those berries and then all of a sudden she started to realize she's like oh i i go to the farmer's market every saturday morning and i buy these raspberries from this one particular farm and her name is gina Mm -hmm. and every time i buy those raspberries it's just so amazing and it makes me welcome the weekend. Hmm. That's a mini little story. More interesting than yogurt. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> mini story. But, you know, when someone in business asks right. you, you know, um, you know, why should I buy with, uh, you know, I, I don't have any money. 
because I remember a time when I didn't have any money. Yeah. I was 18 years old. Yeah, I was 18 (laughs) years old and I was broke and I was, you know, you can start telling a moment in your Mm -hmm. life Hmm. when you had no money and you were able to come to some some resources and solution. Those are great stories. So tell them whenever you think you can. Awesome. Um, So how do our listeners get a hold of you? Uh, My website is probably the best way. So it's uh, storyfruition.com. It's like fruit. Fruit Ishin. Ishin, yeah. (laughs) And uh, I'm on Facebook as well, and I have LinkedIn. And so Melissa Reeves, and it's Leaves with an R, Reeves. It's not like Christopher Reeve. Gotcha, gotcha. (laughs) All right. So um, do you have any special offers for anybody listening today, if they call you, that you can offer them? Yes, actually. So I teach workshops, and I teach one-to-one coachings. So if anyone is interested in taking one of the workshops, just go to the Story Fruition Workshops tab, and they can reach out to me, and I will take off um, $25 off of their Hmm. ticket to the workshop. And if they want to explore one-to-one coaching, which is where I'm much more intensive on the that person mm-hmm. and finding and mining their stories for usually a particular event. It might be a, an investor pitch or they have a keynote coming up and they want to pepper in their own personal stories through the keynotes. Those are good for one-on-one coachings and I'll take off um, some money from that too. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thank you very much, Thank Melissa. Thank you. After the break, we are welcoming back Rob Young of Oasis Senior Advisors who will be discussing his story and his top signs that the elders elders should consider uh, the type of retirement community. So come on back after this short break. Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar, if you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425 425- 200-4093 or check out our website at the eastsiderealestateteam.com a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue Are you worried about an aging loved one who is isolated in their home? Or maybe they've just had a fall and they're not safe in their house. If you're searching for a safe place for them to live, you've probably been overwhelmed with all the choices. There are over 150 assisted living and memory care communities licensed in King County and over a thousand adult family homes. Oasis Senior Advisors has helped thousands of families across the country navigate this difficult time. And we have the compassion and understanding in getting to know your loved one what they need. To learn more, check us out at OasisSeniorAdvisors.com. That's all one word, OasisSeniorAdvisors.com. Or call us at 425-526-7111. That's 425-526-7111. Oasis Senior Advisors, because the right place means everything. Do you ever get asked, so how did you get into your line of work? probably a million times, right? But do you answer it so that people are really listening or do you meander around and lose their attention? Or do you get overwhelmed by any type of public speaking and avoid it at all costs? 
At Story Fruition, we teach business professionals, executives, entrepreneurs, and founders how to tell their stories really well. Story Fruition workshops and one-on-one coaching services guides you to discover those key moments when you realize, hey, I'm good at this. I need to keep going in this direction. Story Fruition teaches you how to craft your business story so that listeners are leaning into your words because you're so captivating. Storytelling skills will transform your life both professionally and personally. It's a new year and decade. Invest in yourself. Tell your stories and make them more compelling and sign up for a Story Fruition storytelling workshop. Gain more customers, strengthen relationships, and magnetize the success you seek with improved communication and public speaking finesse. Contact Melissa Reeves at Story Fruition at 425-448-2772 or find us on Facebook at Story Fruition. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. Welcome back to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. Our next guest is Rob Young of Oasis Senior Advisors. Rob was called to serve aging seniors and their families through the stressful journey when they are searching for new housing. Some seniors need just a little assistance in order to remain independent and others need 24-hour care. Oasis Senior Advisors walks with seniors and their families through this journey with a free service that helps them find the right independent living, assisted living, adult family home, or memory care setting. Oasis is a national company that is locally owned and operated. Rob maintains certification with the Society of Certified Senior Advisors so that his clients know that he has had the independent training, testing, and business practices to serve seniors and vulnerable adults. In 2018, his peers elected him to serve as an officer of the industry association that offers continuing education, best practices, and ethics training to all referral agencies in Washington to elevate the service that the industry provides to seniors and their families. Welcome back to the show, Rob. Thank you. Good to be here. Rob, you're a return guest of ours, but still some listeners may want to get to know you. So what are the things uh, that you uh, do when you're not helping uh, seniors and their families? Well, I enjoy hiking, but... I got a caution. Light duty hiking. Okay. Light no, duty. no ropes. No. Uh, <laughs> not mountaineering. No, not mountaineering. So, Just, what's a favorite hike? You know, I really enjoy like um, going up on Mount on Squawk Mountain. Squawk, yeah. You know, there's some nice trails there. Tiger Mountain has some great trails. Yeah, all connected Grand up. Ridge you can Trail. basically go sure. anywhere and just get anywhere. Yeah, and we also have a puppy. Um, we uh, we just got a puppy this summer, and so that's. That takes a lot of time getting him trained and things like that. It does. My wife's family is from Estonia, and we named him we named him Yuku, which means something like little buddy in Estonian. Hmm. Oh, cute! So that's cute. Um, but he's a cute little guy. Awesome. So we just finished the holidays. So tell us a holiday memory that you believe uh, you know you enjoyed with your family. Well, I'm going to try to apply what I just learned about storytelling. All so right. I'm going to say, <laughs> um, I was this little six year old kid. I was the youngest <laughs> in my family. And um, we had a family gathering with all the cousins and grandparents. We were all crammed into our house. All the kids were sleeping on mats out in the garage. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, in the garage. <laughs> it was fun. And, you know, I mean, to this day, we have a cherished family picture of everybody down. We were down at the waterfront, and it was just gorgeous. Where and was this at? 
This was in Southern California. Oh, okay. I was going to say, this was not, not in Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Below that would have been really cold in the garage. <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, we lived there. Um, like Melissa's family, we moved around a lot. And at that time, we were in California. So it was, it was really a lot of fun. All right. So let's get into your topic. Uh, um, you know, essentially, it's, it's kind of looking for warning signs, right, of, mm-hmm. of when it may be time to uh, either, as an individual, look at other alternative places to live besides the house that you raised your family in, or if you're a uh, son or daughter uh, helping your folks kind of make that decision. Uh, the first one here is um, uh, driving. Um, tell us about that. What is the uh, warning signs that you should be watching out for? Well, you know, early on, people are pretty good at recognizing that maybe they shouldn't be driving at night, right? And uh, you might also, if you're riding along with a parent and you're feeling scared. <laughs> well, if I got a story. Okay. <laughs> that, that, you know, it, it's okay to share how you felt when riding along in the car and then share your concern about, innocent people on the sidewalks and in other vehicles um, (laughs) and, you know, encourage them to think about that. There are some really good resources at AARP's website and at the Alzheimer's Association's website and at AAA as well. Really good resources there on how to have that conversation. Um, You know, my own mom lives in in a retirement community that has a community van and bus that she can ride. She still has a red Prius, and she drives around in it. She's in her mid-80s. Mm-hmm. But she rides that bus when she wants to have door-to-door service, when she wants to interact with friends on the drive. And so when she, when she decides uh, to give up driving, it really won't be a big deal in her lifestyle because she's already accustomed to using that, that van and the bus, and she really enjoys it. When my father uh, retired from his career, he took a job driving a bus. And he, he joked about driving old people around. And he uh, was confronted because he had a sign that said, when I die, I hope I go quietly in my sleep, not screaming and in terror like the people on my bus. <laughs> he had that sign on his bus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he had to take that one down for obvious reasons. Yeah. Yeah. But got to love the humor. So, But mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Your comments on driving. It can be, that, that was a tough one for my family you know, well, when it came to my dad. It's linked to independence. Yeah. And for so many people, it's uh, having that independence and giving it up is is it's a loss that they need to grieve. It's huge. Yeah. Right. It's huge. And it doesn't need to be, um, you know, it, it doesn't need to be a loss of independence. Hmm. So obvious question. Um, I mean, what is Oasis? Tell, tell us about that. Well, Oasis is we're we're a, a middleman. So we help people find the right place for them. Kind of like Match.com, where you might be swiping left a whole lot of times. We'll already identify the ones that you should be swiping right on. And mm. we'll, we'll set up tours for you at those few places and accompany you on tours, answer questions, let you know kind of the pros and cons on each. We're unbiased with respect to the communities. Nearly every op- option in King County is in our inventory. Um, mm. So... You know, you're really not restricting your access, and and we're kind of neutral on the ones, between the ones in our inventory. Uh, Mm. But once we're presenting one to you, it's one that we really believe is a good fit for you. Right. And when you think, maybe you just developed a new app, the, the, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, Tinder for, for grandparents or whatever. (laughs) It's why left or right for the, for the right location. 
I think the interesting there's more of that than you might think. There, well, oh. we won't go there. This is a family friendly show, but I would say uh, having the ability to actually disseminate the information. And Brian and I are like that in real estate, right? We're mm-hmm. right. There's you can search for all the homes you want. You can search all the locations of uh, assisted living, memory care, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But there's a difference between what you read online, see online, what the salespeople tell you when you walk in the door. You're an advocate. Uh, Oasis Senior Advisors, your advocates advising. You're disseminating the information from both parties. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, we're the advocate for the senior. At the end of the day, that's where it comes from. Right. Yeah. So you, you say your service is free. What's the catch? Well, it is free to the seniors and their families. We will never send you a bill seniors and families. Okay. We do get financial support from the communities and the adult family homes that we serve, you know, that we that we work with. And um, we have they don't pay us out of the goodness of their hearts. We have a contract with them, kind of like a listing agreement in your case. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that agreement also says they won't charge our person any more than anyone else, right? So even though they are paying us a fee for that client, they can't recoup our fee through our client. They kind of have to eat it in their overhead. Sure. And that lets us tell people, no, our service really is free to you. So sometimes I know they'll offer incentives. Do they diminish the incentives when they work, like, you know, first month, a discounted rate or something? I'm frequently calling clients with the incentives that are now available sure. on an apartment. So there really is no downside. Right. That's great. Right. Hmm. So um, why do you recommend most come to you uh, to get help? Why, why a professional versus just going direct? Sure. Well, you know, if you've done this a lot, you probably don't need a professional. But if this is the first time or maybe the second or third time you've ever had to find a place for your loved one or for yourself, it can be really intimidating and daunting. A lot of aspects of the industry are opaque, so you can't see it. As an example, there's over a thousand adult family homes in King County. Most of them don't have a sign on the on the front and don't have a website. So how do you find them, much less find one that has availability when you need it or that ha- can accommodate the particular care needs that you have? And how do those facilities find you? Well, um, there are not that many people in my business, so they do call us pretty regularly. And then I can, sur- I can do research on them before I ever show up. But I'm not going to recommend a place to a client that we haven't been to. Hmm. Right. So, yeah. you know, we we actually go there in advance. We take pictures. <clears throat> we collect data. Um, we scour the state's regulatory database to see if there's anything that we should be concerned about. So are there some that you refuse to represent? I was going to ask that. There, yeah. there are places that I will not. I've told them I wouldn't. Um, and I told them why. And I said, if you fix this, I will. Hmm. There you go. And um you know, I can think of one assisted living community in particular. Um, almost 100 people live there where I told them I wouldn't refer to them until they fixed something. Hmm. And they did. They did. Oh, I was like, well, waiting for the... They did. It, That's cool. it took a little while. It was, it was a case where I wasn't sure if it was a staff problem or a budget problem. Um, that staff person's no longer with that company. I know where he went. So I'm watching that place. Yeah. And... I also, but I saw the thing that things changed. So they may have, it may have just been a budget issue and the staffing change was a coincidence. I Hmm. don't know. But what I do know is the results changed. So a lot of folks can hop on the internet and do searches um, uh, for homes and for senior uh, homes. Sure. What do you recommend there? Well, if you are on the internet, 
um, you'll often see when you're looking at a community a little button that says click here to talk with a uh, trusted local advisor or click here for pricing information. I strongly advise caution when clicking on those. Oftentimes the website will say, by clicking above, you've agreed to our terms of service. And it'll have that in fine print at the bottom. Their terms of service are hyperlinked, and it's a 22-page legal document somewhere else. Hmm. That legal document, you may have agreed to credit checks. You may have waived Hmm. rights. We will never ask you to waive any rights. And actually, none of the reputable agencies in the state of Washington will. And we will actually disclose to you that we will not ask you to waive your rights. All right. So we have time for one quick last question. How long does your process take? How, ad- how far advance should, we be, should you be talking to someone? You know, we can talk with people a year in advance. Usually we're talking two to six weeks in advance. But we can also help somebody if they're being discharged from a rehab day after tomorrow and they can't go home. You can work pretty quickly. We can work in two days. Wow. Okay. So, Rob, thank you for coming on the show today. It's really great to have you back. I'm grateful for the conversation today. Any special offers available for our listeners? Yes. Our service is free to seniors <laughs> That's pretty and special. Families, That's right? pretty special. Yeah, I like that. So, remember. 100% discount. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> remember that all the segments of our show are available to watch at your YouTube channel, or excuse me, our YouTube channel, If you're interested in learning more about any of our guests, please subscribe. Join us after the break for some final thoughts and something fun to do this holiday. Did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? Fact, homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time homebuyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425-200-4093 or find them online at theeastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Ever dreamt of creating a custom piece of jewelry but don't know where to start? Do you have out-of-date, broken, or inherited jewelry you never wear? Maybe you're planning to pop the question but feel overwhelmed with options. No matter your dilemma, experience the difference of working with a personal jeweler at Dynamic Designs. Bring us your ideas, inspirations, or even your old jewelry to restore or repurpose. We work with your style and budget to create a design that you will cherish forever. We carry a vast selection of men's and women's jewelry. Check out Dynamic Designs' countless five-star reviews to see why customers prefer our concierge service in a relaxed Kirkland showroom. Call today for a free consultation, 425-827-7722. Let Dynamic Designs help you create jewelry memories that last a lifetime. 
Eastside Auto Works has served clients on the east side since 1972. They're one of the oldest full-service facilities around. Check us out at eastsideautoworks.com or call 425-746-0162. European and Japanese vehicles are their specialty, and they love working on Volkswagens, Audis, Subarus, and Mazdas. Bring your super fun Mini Cooper or Fiat, and they'll get it fixed right up. So when it's time to do service work on the mom van or family SUV from Honda and Toyota, Think of Eastside Auto Works for all of your automotive needs. Getting in for service at Eastside Auto Works is easy. They'll get you into a loaner car, ride, or maybe Uber. Their AAA-approved facility is very conveniently located in North Bellevue. Visit them on Facebook at Eastside Auto Works Auto Repair. Their slogan says it all. Passion for people, passion for cars. Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Real Talk on 1150 AM KKNW. Let's get right to our final thought for the day. Today, it's Dan's turn. Dan, yeah. What do you got? Well, I got to tell you, um, I've been out looking at homes, looking at a lot of new construction, and had the opportunity to go by and um, see a home where the finished work on it made my son's oh, uh, yeah. high school project look uh, fantastic. It, I was really shocked, surprised, and um, I actually I let the builder know yeah. that that they have got to do something there. Right. Uh, we're talking finishing trim. Uh, that if you look at trim, you know, base and case around a window, it's usually used like a, a satin finish. You know, so high sheen. This one had eggshell sprayed on it. Right. Um, instead of using actual bondo to sand and then finish, they must have been using caulking. Play-Doh. Uh, Play-Doh. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And the window, when you, I, I was noticing some sound, you know, coming from outside, and we weren't on a busy street, and I was like, that's weird. And I look over in the window, and there's like about a, a 30 second gap between the window oh, wow. and the and the and the slider. And I thought, well, that window must be open. No, it was closed and latched. And um, the grout in in the uh, fascia was uh, it looked like my my son had done it. Um, <laughs> it, it was very surprising. And yeah. I got a, my final thought really is for those out there that are considering a housing, buying new construction, whatever it is, you know, not everybody is the same and not every right. finish work is, I, I mean, this surprised me because I've got some great finish work uh, contractors that could easily have done a better job. So I would highly, highly encourage you to find the service of a real estate agent that can point you in the direction of the builder's that have a good reputation right. that will stand behind their work. I think there was a lawsuit back in Chicago um, for one of those fix and flip shows on HGTV. Right. I guess uh, <clears throat> the shower leaked everywhere, destroyed the house. They paid like a million and a half for this home that they renovated, and the contracting work was done uh, really poorly. So I really want to encourage anybody out there, find an agent. Even if you walk into new construction, you're like, we want to buy this house, walk right back out. Find a good agent like Brian or call myself, us. call us, and um, have us give you the advice that you need to walk through that and be protected. All Sounds right. good. So uh, last up, so we talked about holiday celebration. Okay. Yeah, we're not ready to be done yet. We, we, I know, we aren't. But um, coming up January 17th and 16th at Royal Hall is the 2020 Winter Festival. So during this first weekend of the 2020 Winter Festival, enjoy Beethoven's String Quartets. Uh, performed by the Ennis Quartet. Immerse yourself in the development of a seminal composer from his early period through his development to the middle period and his final works in the late period. Each of these first three concerts will feature work from the three eras. So that's at seattlechambermusic.com. So that concludes our show for the week. I want to especially thank our guests, Melissa and Rob. Uh, 
Thanks for being had. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> this is a great show. So just to wrap up, I believe this is our quote here for the week. I believe that if we are to create peace in the world, we must first create peace in the home. Richard O'Keefe. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs>